Good morning, Nachum. Good afternoon to everybody. Wow, so special. First, let me begin by wishing Nachum and his family and the Pilochowski families a mazel tov on their most recent Simcha Chasana. We wish the young couple that they should be zuchet to build a Chakosha V'Sameach. And what a beautiful way to go into the Yom Tov, Beneinu, with the halachic shaila, how you do the Sheva Brachos at a Pesach Seder. We leave that for Nachum and his local Orthodox rabbi. Let's get down to business. Today is such a special day. We're busy with all kinds of mitzvahs. The first mitzvah that comes to our um, mind this morning is the mitzvah of we have to stop eating chametz by, according to the Magid of Ram, 1025, according to the Vilna Gaon, 1050. And according to the Magid of Ram, you have to have burnt your chametz by 1142. And according to the um, Vilna Gaon, you have until 1154. At that time, when you burn the chametz, you are to recite the kol chamira. Meaning, if you're burning it yourself, that's when you say the kol chamira, whereby you're as much as declaring very clearly that all chametz, leaven, that is in your possession, whether you have seen it or not, whether you have disposed of it or not, it's nullified, shall be ownerless, as the dust of the earth. If you have given your chametz to somebody else to burn on your behalf, you should recite that formula by these latest times, 1142-1154. Good. Now, moving on. We pointed out that, and it should, we hope, not be a reality, but anybody sitting shiva gets up today on Erev Pesach by Chatzos, which is mid-the-day, which is approximately 12.56. Okay, that's an important number. We'll get back to that by the Afikoman. Now, today being Wednesday, tonight being uh, the first Seder, Yom Tov being Thursday, Friday, the halacha says, as we find in Parshas Bo, the primary distinction between Shabbos and Yom Tov is Ochel Nefesh, the permissibility of cooking. Therefore, the halacha says, you can cook on Yom Tov for Yom Tov. You can't cook on Yom Tov for the next day. So, on tonight, if you still need to do some last-minute cooking at this Seder, I don't recommend it, because we want you to be at the table as much as possible, but you can. It's Yom Tov. Leave a gas on. You know all these laws. If not, ask your local Orthodox Rav. Now, tomorrow, first day of Yom Tov, you can cook on Thursday for Thursday. You cannot cook on Thursday for the second Seder. On Friday, you can cook 
for lunch on Friday. Oy, oy, oy. After lunch, now what? I have to cook for Shabbos. So the answer is, you can cook already on Friday, before lunch, after lunch, for Shabbos, because you are going to make today an Erev Tafshilin. You designate a matzah and a cooked food, be it a piece of meat, piece of fish, a hard-boiled egg, and you recite, make a bracha over this Erev, which means that you are beginning with the designation of this uh, food you're cooking for Shabbos. Therefore, on Friday, you are continuing that which you began before Yom Tov, namely the Erev Tavshilin, enabling you to cook on Friday for Shabbos. Don't forget, that's what we have to do. Man or woman can do it. One Erev Tavshilin for the entire household. Now, there is a minhog that many have to the leader of the Seder. Um, wears a kittel, the white robe. Interesting, the Nitziv says the reason for that is because we relive what it was like in the base of Migdash at this time. And the Nitziv writes that when a Jew brought his korban, he wore a white gown. Prepare the Seder plate before Yom Tov and the minog among Ashkenazic Jewry is that we don't eat roasted food on the night of the Pesach Seder, so your shank bone should be roasted before the Seder, your egg should be roasted before the Seder, and have your Seder plate ready to go so that when we come home from shul or when one finishes davening and uh, ideally one should not start the seder the earliest should be at i would say 8 05 8 10 not before that okay let's review the seder together and i'll try to do this as quickly as possible, but just reviewing with you so that we'll have a better idea. And indeed, interestingly, we begin the Seder by enumerating the children singing, adults, the 15 simonim, the 15 steps that we take from Kadesh to Nirza. It's a kind of itinerary. Before we begin, we know where we're going. And where are we going? We're going to Nirza. Nirza is the last one whereby we ask Hashem to please accept whatever we're going to do at the Seder as if it was a carbon. So keep that in mind that we are, in, while we are missing the carbon Pesach, we not only pine for it and yearn for it, but we uh, have that mindset that tonight we have 
the closest thing to the bringing of a carbon through the exactitude of following the 15 steps that our rabbis told us to do. We begin with Kaddish. Now, Kiddush, to initiate the Yom Tov and to initiate the meal is not something unique to the Pesach Seder. Every Yom Tov, every Shabbos begins with Kadesh. However, there are a few significant differences, and that is as follows. On a regular Shabbos, regular Yom Tov, only one person recites Kiddush, and only one person from the letter of the law has to drink from the Kiddush cup. However, tonight, same thing. One person can recite Kiddush for everybody. If your family has different menhagim, follow your family menhagim. But here we go. Everybody tonight must drink. Secondly, everybody tonight drinks leaning to the left, sign of freedom. Now let's go further. And it's also a sign that we have outlived our enemies. Now let's go further. The amount, very important, and what you are drinking. Remember, the four cups are, number one, accompanying four mitzvos of the night. You can't drink, says the Gemara, Imsachim 108b. You can't drink one, two, three, four, and satisfy your obligation completely of the four cups of wine. They are to be positioned with the first one is over which you recite the Kiddush. Secondly, when we complete the Haggadah. Third, at the end of the Birkas Hamazon. Fourth, at the end of Hallel, at and Nishmas, at the end of the Seder. Now watch. Most important, what's in that cup? And how much does the cup have to hold? Especially women, they're afraid of oy, 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 four cups of wine. The cup maximum has to hold four ounces. That's right. You don't have to drink all four. You have to drink Rovkos. Ideally, drink the whole thing. If not, Rovkos, which is a little bit more than half. Oh, now what? So listen carefully. You don't have to drink a high alcohol content wine. You can drink a low alcohol content wine. So you might be able to drink the whole thing or two ounces just of wine. If even that is too much, then mix the wine and the grape juice. But no, don't just put a drop of wine in there. Why am I saying this? Because in addition to accompanying four mitzvos, the four cups of wine are four toasts to Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. And we're excited and we're celebrating. Now watch. When you go to a Lachayim and we wish the Hassan and Kala to be a uh, Mazel Tov, uh, you look around and I say, how can I help you? Uh, I'm looking for the grape juice. We don't celebrate with grape juice. And you know I'm right. So if a person is allergic to wine, has an alcoholic problem, okay. But if a person can have for sure at least an alcoholic kick to the four cups. It's not that this is good and that is good. Everybody agrees that wine is preferable. 
Again, I can't drink the four cups of wine. Mix it with some grape juice. For health reasons, okay. So I now know how much and I know what I'm drinking. I'm drinking it leaning to the left, all four cups. Okay, moving on. Urchatz, we wash our hands. But this is not the usual washing of the hands for Natilas Yadayim for the bread and washing for whenever we eat bread, we wash our hands. This is washing your hands because, and I can't go into it in great detail, our hands are considered Shneos Latuma, a low degree of impurity. And because, once again, we act tonight as we did when we had and will have that third base amigdash, one washes his hands before they eat a fruit, vegetable, that will be dipped in water. Ah, therefore, if I don't wash my hands, my hands which are impure are going to impart the impurity to the water, to the vegetable, and thereby I'm going to eat it in a state of impurity, which I don't want to do tonight, because even though the Taz asks, why don't we do this all year long? There are opinions to rely upon that all year long we don't have to do it. But tonight, ah, tonight is special. And therefore, don't eat the following, the one that comes after Urchatz, the karpas, the vegetable, with a fork. If you're going to eat it with a fork, you're defeating the whole purpose of washing. So I wash my hands and very possibly to show the distinction, as opposed to washing for bread, right, right, left, left, tonight is sufficient, right, left. Or you want to do it two times alternating, not necessary, but do it. The purpose is to remove the tumor as opposed to wash your hands for the bread to come, the matzah later on. That's coming up with the rachzah. Karpas, I have a small vegetable, anything but lettuce, anything but lettuce. It could even be a banana because it's an adama. Why? Because I'm going to, listen carefully, take this vegetable, A, I'm going to dip it in salt water. The dipping, where's the first place we have dipping in the Torah? Ouch. The brothers sell Yosef and they take his coat and they rip it and they dip it, dip it in the blood of the goat that they kill, trying to fool their father. But think and stop and look at that moment in history. It was when brothers couldn't get along. And that's how we got down to Egypt. And we remind ourselves at the beginning of the Seder, before we even begin and tell the story that we were slaves in Egypt, how did we get to Egypt? We got to Egypt because there was the opposite of brotherly love. And that is what we try to remember to repair at our Pesach Seder. Okay, when you eat the karpas, which you don't eat leaning, because one of the reasons, primary reasons for the karpas is not only to arouse the curiosity of the young, but we eat the karpas to make the bracha of bore priya adama. For this bracha, will also serve as the bracha rishona, the bracha before we eat the maror later on. Okay, yachatz, 
We continue to break the middle matzah. We have three matzahs on this night, and the idea is we have two lecha mishnah every Friday night, every Yom Tov. So we should have two matzos. Indeed, the Rambam did. The Vilna Gon did. But our minimum is to take three matzos, and we break the middle matzah, which this is the yachatz from the word chatzi, and the smaller piece will be kept over which we recite the Magid, the Haggadah, namely the story of the servitude and exodus from Egypt, and, listen carefully, the larger half put away for the Afikoman, the larger half for the end of the meal, which we are celebrating in Hashem, our future redemption. Just be aware that the matzah, which we'll be eating later on, which is one of the two biblical mitzvahs of the night, the matzah has dual characteristic. It has the character of lechem oni, a poor man's bread, the bread that we ate when we were slaves in Egypt. And according to the Sopurno, we didn't just eat it on the night of the Pesach Seder. We ate it when... For 210 years, we were slaves. That's what they gave us as our, quote, bread in Egypt. That's one. And on the other hand, it's the bread of freedom that we ate accompanying the Korban Pesach on our way, on the night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So, we have the dual character, and splitting the matzah is further demonstration of that dual character of the matzah. Okay, we come now to the first of the two biblical mitzvahs unique to the night of Pesach, namely Magid, which means that all year long, every night, every morning, as part of the Kriyashma, we remember, Ani Hashem remember Hashem, Asher Mitzrayim, who took you out of Egypt. That's enough. Tonight, on the night of the Pesach Seder, we don't only remember it, we tell the whole story, starting with, as we'll talk about in a few moments, what exactly the Magid is, and the Magid, which is telling the story, uh, starting with Avodim Oyinu, and going uh, through Dayenu, and through uh, Rabbi Gamliel, which I'll point out in a few moments, etc., that is to be said over the matzah. It begins with halach ma'anya. Whenever you find something in Aramaic, you're supposed to know the translation, so for sure say it that, especially in Egypt. This is the bread we ate in Egypt. We are, at that point there, doing something very strange. Kol dichven All that are hungry, let them come and eat. Well, if you're going to invite them already, why not invite them earlier? But the answer is that we are demonstrating, suggested Rabbi Salavechik, that our mere pronouncement that we're able to invite, ah, that shows that we are free. The butler can invite people to your home. And the, uh, um, the one who greets people at the door, she can invite people to the Seder. Ah, the fact that you're inviting, you're a free man. 
And remember, we begin by saying, now we are here. What does that mean? Now the Jewish people are still here. What an amazing miracle. Talk about that we are still here. The fact, despite, as we'll read later on, in Vahisha Amda, they try in every generation to get rid of us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saves us. And please God, next year, in the Holy Land. Okay, now, we take the Seder plate away from the table, fill up the second cup, and if there are young children that would ask the Manashtana, fine. If not, the adults ask the Manashtana, and which you know what the Manashtana means, and according to the Vilna Gaon, there are really five questions, not four. Don't get nervous, because the very first Manishtanu Halayla Azeh, Mikol Halaylos, that this night has the halachic status of day. What does that mean? It means that we say the Halil, which is usually only a day mitzvah. How can we say it at night? And secondly, we circumcise, says Rashi, in Shmos chapter 12, verse 6. And in order to do that, you have to circumcise by day. This day, said David HaMelech, in Tilim 139.12, Laila Kayom Yo'ir, the night is illuminated as day. Now, we then go to bring back the Seder plate. We have either the middle matzah in front of the person reciting it for everybody, everybody saying it along, whatever your custom is. If you have more than one table, make sure there's matzah on the table during the recitation of the Magid, the story of our beginning as slaves and becoming free. And that is the essence of, now, we have really two Agados, the Avodimoyino, which is the physical enslavement and t- being taken out, and the second one being that Mitchila, that initially our ancestors, specifically uh, Terach, father of Avram, was an idol worshiper, and Baruch Hashem, we've come such a long way, physical and spiritual. In fact, uh, Hassam Sofer says, I don't want to forget, when you say Bori Priha Gofen, as we'll see from the closing bracha, we say thank you to Hashem, our Gula Senu, our physical freedom, and the Peinun Gimel Gula Senu, Peinun Pedus Navshenu, for the salvation of our soul. Okay, we have the four sons, and really, who are the four sons? Says Rav Aaron Salvechik, Zatzal, each and every one of us. We begin as the Sheno de Elishol, and then we go to becoming a Tam. What's this? What's that? And then there's a little bit of rebelliousness in each and every one of us as we go up, and we hope and aspire to become that Chacham. The real uh, explanations should come starting with, as we're told in the Mishnah, Arami Omer Avi, when a Jew brought his Bikurim to the base of Migdash, he recited four psukim, and these are the four psukim that we elaborate on and have Torah Sheba Alpeh on, etc., and go through the uh, Haggadah in a way that you understand it. Go through it slowly. Read it in any language that the people will understand. Rumor has it God understands all languages. Don't just read it and don't know what you're saying. That's not 
going to accomplish anything. Now, ideal, not ideally, it's up to your custom. One person can say it, and the same way that you all heard one person's Kiddush, you can all hear one person's Haggadah. You can say along. I, throughout the, besides reciting it in Hebrew, I will call on different people at different points to recite the paragraph in English, especially at the more significant paragraphs, such as the Avodamayinu and Metchila, that opening paragraph of each, and then for sure, when you finish the Dayenu, we then go to Rabbi Gamliel, who taught that whoever doesn't explain Pesach, Matzah, and Moror has not satisfied their obligation, either or, of the telling the story or their obligation of eating the matzah, eating the mora, and please God in the future. Make sure those three paragraphs, everybody's at the table, everybody's paying attention to this, and we understand what that means. Okay, we then say the first two paragraphs of the Halil, because they refer to our past in Egypt. Halaluka halu abdei Hashem. We were slaves to Paro, and now we've become servants to Hashem. The moment that Paro freed us at midnight, we then exchanged slaves to him, servants to Hashem. The second paragraph, B'tseis Yisrael Mitzrayim, we are remembering our past. After that, the beautiful bracha of Hashem Ga'olanu. Some say this is the bracha for the Haggadah. We couldn't say the bracha before. We were not yet, quote, Jewish. Different explanations why there's no bracha on the Haggadah. But the bracha ends with the hope and prayer that very soon in our day, we will once again eat from the Zavachim and the Psachim, which means from the Korban Chagiga and then from the Korban Pesach. We baruch to Hashem Ga'al Yisrael. We complete the Maggid section. We take the second cup of wine, which has been poured right before. We say the Manashtana, and uh, leaning to the left, drinking the second cup. We wash our hands this way as we usually do, twice on the right, twice on the left, with a bracha. We did not make a bracha by uh, Urchatz, and we are making a bracha now. Before you go to wash, make sure there is a big piece of matzah. Because, and if you're the host, appoint a captain, somebody. Because if I'm your guest, I'm not going to take a big piece of matzah. I'm going to feel uncomfortable. But you're going to give me and say, you didn't make sure you eat that big piece of matzah. Why? This is the only biblical mitzvah we have of eating throughout the year. And we want to do it right. Oh, and therefore, listen carefully, everybody. If you have a hand shmura matzah, approximately a third. If you have a machine shmura matzah, approximately a half. This would be a uh, kezayis. And we, first of all, here we go. We wash our hands of tilas yadayim. Two things, motzi, matzah. The one leading the seder takes the two and a half together, so he has Lechem Mishnah and the Matzah in the middle, and he makes the bracha of Hamotze. You can all be Yotze with his bracha of Hamotze. He puts down the bottom, and over one and a half, the hole and the prusa and the broken piece, he makes the bracha of Al Achilas Matzah. We all eat the Matzah, leaning to the left, 
Don't talk while you're eating it. Hot, cold in the room. Uh, I can't even say the words. Yankees, Mets. No, no, this is not the time for that for Seder, but especially now. You're thinking, Hashem, thank you for the privilege of giving us this opportunity to connect with you with that singular mitzvah of eating throughout the year. Namely, we hope to pray in the future. It's going to be the Karben Pesach as well. And Morar then will be upgraded, but Morar now is only a rabbinic mitzvah. So, eat the matzah, eating to the left, you should eat it within eight minutes. Don't say to your host, don't worry, I don't like it, it tastes like cardboard. So I'll have a little now, a little with my soup, a little with my... No, 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 no. Eat it within eight minutes. Try much shorter than that, but no more than eight minutes leaning to the left. Okay, after that comes Murar. Don't tell me your Zeta had horseradish. Have horseradish after the romaine lettuce. Your Zeta had horseradish because where he came from, they didn't have romaine lettuce. So when you don't have it, you have to find something else. Why am I saying it so strongly? Because the Mishnah says that. There are five vegetables, four, and it's questionable even if horseradish is one. But even if it is, it's not chasso, which is the first one. And don't tell me that romaine lettuce is not as bitter as horseradish. If you keep the romaine lettuce in the ground longer, it gets more and more bitter. The bottom line is a rabbinic mitzvah. Yes, you should try to have a kezayis. Eat a nice piece of the romaine lettuce. Make sure it's been washed off with the bugs before Yom Tov. Now, I can only tell you, please, if you are going to have the horseradish after the romaine lettuce, <laughs> friends of mine, doctors in Brooklyn, told me that Loa Lena was such a chil Hashem that at Maimonides Hospital, and it shouldn't be any place, the night was full with people coming into the emergency room with stomach problems because they should not have eaten the horseradish, especially in a mount haven't eaten much during the day. Empty stomach, horseradish. Don't look for trouble. For tradition, keeping what your parents did, wonderful. I eat the romaine lettuce, and afterwards I have some horseradish. That's all. I have no time to go through it. I remember my father's a of Levracha taking a pair of goggles, coming home from shul, taking a hand grater, putting on the goggles and grating the uh, horseradish. Good. That's all he saw. Okay. He sent his son to yeshiva, and his son got smicha, and his son had romaine lettuce. Ah, but right after the romaine lettuce, I invite my dad, and I still eat the horseradish afterwards. Not during. Okay, obviously we don't lean when we have the mara. Correct, we make a sandwich, we fulfill both the matzah and the mara together. When we had a base of Migdash, Hillel had very probably all three together. Good. And we lean for the korech. And a big piece of matzah, big piece of of Murar, you really shouldn't be too hungry after this. Shulchan Orech, many have the middle of starting with a hard-boiled egg, some dip it in the salt water, and the bottom line is, oy, a little bit of a veilus mixed in, reminding us that there should be only 
happy occasions, and the third base of English will be built. But if not, Tisha B'Av this year is on a Wednesday night, Thursday. It's always the same day as the Pesach Seder. Okay, we eat a uh, Yom Tov meal, Sfardim, Ashkenazim, different customs, what you are eating, what you're not eating. Okay, Vaita, save room for a nice piece of matzah, at least the kazayas. Okay, and here we go. This is for the Afikoman. Obviously, that one piece of bigger half of that matzah that was split is not enough for everybody to eat for the Afikoman. Therefore, there should be matzah on the table. If you want to take a small piece of the Afikoman, fine. You don't have to. A big piece of matzah is what you need, a kazayas. That's your dessert. Okay? Very important. And after that, Birkas Hamazon, the Afikoman leaning to the left. Good. The um, Birkas Hamazon, at the end of the Birkas Hamazon, once again leaning to the left, the third cup of wine, Bori Piagafen. Good. We are now opening the door for Elio Anavi and Shvocha Mascha, followed by uh, fill the fourth cup and the completion of the Hallel. We started the Hallel before the meal, we finish it after the meal. And we are focusing now on the future, that Amir Tashem there will be and the, the celebration of the third base of Migdash, the ultimate Geula for the Jewish people. After Hallel HaMitzri, the completion, we don't make the bracha then, after the Hallel, we do it after the Hallel HaGadol, Hodul Hashem Kitov, Kililam Chazdo, after Nishmas, good. Then comes the bracha of Yishtabach, and follow all together, because we'll do the two different customs, what the chasima of that bracha is. Is it the bracha of Ishtabach or that of Yahalulucha by Halil? Two different customs. The whole assemblage should follow one uh, minhag. We then have drinking the fourth cup of wine, leaning to the left, Nirza, ah, once again, halavai, this is accepted. The tefillah of Lashon Abab Yerushalayim, that will have the real thing, will have the Korba Pesach and the Pesach Mikdash. So don't make any reservations, God forbid, for Acapulco or any place else. You're going home. You're going to Yerushalayim next year for the Korban Pesach. And finally, we conclude the Seder with songs, showing once again our emuna and bitachon in Hashem, and Halavai is still awake. After that, Shir Hashirim, again the love song between God and the Jewish people. Wishing everybody, one and all, Nachem and his family, all JVAM family, and everybody, Echag. Kosher Bisameach. We should truly enjoy the mitzvot. Look at it as nothing less than a privilege to be with our Kaddish Baruch Hu on this very special night. A good Yom Tov to all.